Check, 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 check. Check, check, check. Make sure the making sure my vocals are nice and crispy. The guy that I have on the show today. Well, first off, welcome to the Cut the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Griff. This is episode whichever one you listen to at this point, two or three. Uh, I'm not sure which one I'm gonna release it as, but uh, today we have a guest, and uh, this is one of my good friends, one of my mentors, and this guy has been cutting professionally for over 20 years. He's been cutting since since he started cutting. He's been cutting for 27 years altogether. We just spoke about that, and he's one of the most respected barbers in the Chicagoland area. He's he was my barber at one point when I had hair. <laughs> Uh, what else? He's a musician. He is now uh, dabbling in photography and videography. If you go to his studio, you ain't gonna know if you're getting a haircut or a photo shoot. It's you can get, you can get them both. Um, he's a monster creative and has a big heart for the industry. And he's a sweet owner of six years and is the founder of Art Gallery Image Studio located in Oak Brook, Illinois, and the curator and founder of Barbershare. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother. I'm talking about the haircutter himself. Michael Banks, baby. What's up, fool? <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate the intro. Yeah, no I doubt. Appreciate that. Thank you. No doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, so it was only right that I get you on here on the platform. Uh, I was on your platform, Barbershed, and that's what honestly got me to do this because if we we um, the interview we we did uh, it was received very very well, and everybody was DMing me, bro. You got a podcast? You got a podcast? I'm like, no. You know, should I get one? Man, yeah. you should get one. You should. And I'm like, all right, well, here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, let's let's just get right into it, man. Um, how you doing? How you doing? What's what's I'm good. what's what's new in your world? Man, what's new right now is is is, and I'm getting back regrounded in what's important to me, which mm-hmm. is like like my family. So mm-hmm. learning how to look at everything that I've built over the past six and a half years mm-hmm. and reprioritize it where it's used as a tool to serve my family rather than creating division. Right. So right. that's where I'm at right now, currently, today. Okay. That's good, man. Um, I've already asked you the question, how long you've been cutting? That's already a thing. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, this is a really interesting one. What do you love about being a barber like what's your if you could summarize it what 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 would you say you love the most about being a barber what i love most was is it's still still true to the very first time it happened mm-hmm. to be able to take someone from being overlooked to being the center of attention nice so that's a hell of an answer i, I didn't think of that that's good <laughs> that's good um <laughs> Um, so that's dope, man. I, I, I agree. It's it's something about, you know, being able to uh put a smile on somebody's face and uh and, and they walk out feeling confident when they came in not feeling so confident. And so that's definitely one of my uh passions behind the chair as well. And um have you noticed a difference now that now that you've been a sweet owner for six uh six years, have you noticed the difference between just being a barber behind the chair versus now um an owner of a business? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, a, um, especially being in the suite when you're in the suite that I'm in and, and not being really visible in the public eye, mm-hmm. you have to be more mindful of your marketing. You got to be more 
more mindful of why people are coming to you uh, so that you can be more selective. And I've never had to really pay as much attention to people as I am now being in a suite, you know? Yeah. And what I mean by that, like, you know, when you come into, like, a private environment, it's like sometimes I'm I'm a little vulnerable. Right, right. And they're late at night. I'm in an area where... You know, there's no cameras and stuff around, so yeah. you got to be mindful <laughs> people' personalities. Yeah, and, and, and you're in the you're in the hood too. You're in Oak Brook, man. You're in the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You got to right. be careful out right. there, bro. <laughs> man, right. you, you know, some people think that it's sweet, but man, when I heard uh, <laughs> when they hit that mall down, this down the street. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, my point. yeah. I remember they people yeah. was at clients calling me like, "Man, bro, y'all good up there?" I'm like, "Bro, the barbershop <laughs> is the safest place in the community. Ain't nobody robbing us. We cut all of we cut all of the robbers and the killers and all them dudes. <laughs> exactly. They don't. They we good, man. So." Yeah, I would I would say definitely uh, for myself as well. You got to pay attention to everything now. Like as an owner, like how the, the aesthetic when people walk in the shop, what's the first thing they see? Uh, how the uh, the shop smells? How it you know the music you playing? Uh, yep. All of that stuff uh, matters and, and creates an environment for you know success. And um, so outside of that, um, where do you see the industry like going now? Because I I feel like uh, I think I answered this on the first interview, like post-COVID, right? I felt like the big barbershop was like kind of dying, you know, like the eight eight to nine chairs uh, was kind of dying. But man, being down here now, relocated to uh, Tampa, Florida, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of barbers in suites here. I'm not seeing many at all. It's it's and so most most barbers that are here are still in barbershops, you know, and they're opening more barbershops. And so, um, what do you see? I'd say in the next like five years, what do you think? You know, it's kind of going. Next five years, um, I see um, sweets as not being a trend, but it's going to always be a thing that's always around. It's here to stay. Mm-hmm. But I also see uh, 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 the barbershop environment coming back into play because yeah. a barbershop now with the amount of Education and exposure that 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 we are, uh, get through social media and platforms like mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. and barbers being able to exchange information. Yeah, barbers are really starting to get more into offering more than just a quick haircut. Yeah, and with mental health and personal care being an important thing and that's being pushed in the culture right now, mm-hmm. I believe that men are going to start getting back into personal care. Yeah. And going somewhere and trying to get like that, that, that good cheap vacation. Right, right. That's, that's, that, that's a fact. Um, I, I see it going, uh, I see a lot of guys, um, I'll throw out some examples, uh, like uh, Hawk. Um, mm-hmm. I see uh, Marcus Harvey. He was one of the first ones to have this loft art gallery sort of vibe and um yeah. even back in chicago my man uh chuck man shout out to hoosier barber uh got a beautiful space downtown and um mm-hmm. and the list goes on i see you know even i don't know if you saw los cutters shout out to him i'm gonna reach out to you bro for an interview yeah. he this dude did you see the studio he just he just opened up the yeah. the content yes. creation joint is it's yeah. man it's different man barbering is like taking a whole nother like level i feel like in man the next 
five years, it's if you not if if you ain't charging fifty plus, I don't know what's wrong with you, right. man. Like, cause yeah. But also too, and we're gonna get to pricing in a little bit, but um, I feel like the clients are demanding more because the haircuts are better, like liners are sharper, fades are more blurry, and you know mm-hmm. I just feel like people are demanding more from barbers. We're into skincare now. Dudes are doing. Full fledged rec- like facials, like real facials, not just like you know what I mean, like uh, like we talking. Uh, what's the um? They're getting out the blackheads and they doing barbers are doing all type of stuff now, man. It's like <laughs> right. all, it's like in five years it's gonna be like all you do is cut hair. You don't do this. You don't do S and P. You don't do right, this. Exactly. It's gonna be like it's exactly. gonna be weird, man. Um, so I, I see it, you know, going to a, a, just a, a higher level um, as well. Uh, let's change course for a second. What would you say would be the biggest regret in your in your career? Like something you wish. Oh man, <laughs> the biggest the biggest regret. Yeah, yeah. Especially after these last six years, mm-hmm. is not taking risks early on. Mm, interesting. I played it safe way too long. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So I missed out on a lot of opportunities. Yeah. All because I was playing it safe because I call myself trying to create stability and consistency, mm-hmm. not realizing that, you know, not realizing that some of the things that I was going through was because I wasn't willing to move. Right, right, right. Right. So it's like if yeah. you in a fight and you keep getting hit in the face, you just gonna keep you gonna keep, keep, keep standing there or you gonna move. Right, right, and, right. Man, that's that's interesting. Did you cause you never really got into the competing and stuff. Did you ever do that early on in your career? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I, I compete. I got I got um um I got one 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 competition I did, the very first one at a Proud Lady show. It was a national competition. Mm-hmm. I did that one in uh, in the year 2001. Okay. Um, nice. It was a good year. Uh, Graduated high school. Year, year, <laughs> year 2001, and, and, and I didn't place, mm-hmm. but I asked the judges where I was at. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you came in around like sixth place or whatever. Mm. I said... What dropped the points? Mm-hmm. It was just like, well, it was your model. Because at that, yep. you know, shout out to my boy, Tim. Yeah, yeah. But my model, we had just got out of church. Uh-huh. He still had on his three-piece suit. He looked like a deacon. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he looked like a deacon. Uh-huh. And when he got on stage, he froze. Oh, so, he, okay, I got you. Like, he straight up froze. Wow. Where somebody had to come get him off of stage. Oh, no. So, when I so when I believe, I believe that it was just about the haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, but then that's when I, my first, my, fo- my first exposure to, it's about overall presentation. Yes. And then, yeah. um, I did, uh, Brown and Brothers again. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't going to do it. This was the next year, mm-hmm. 2002. I wasn't going to do it, but mm-hmm. I, I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was driving down the street and I saw my boy Wu. Yeah. Everybody from the building there, you right. should know Wu. That's right. That's Wu right. was outside cutting grass. Uh-huh. I just so happened saw him. I pulled over. Uh-huh. You know, we talking for a minute. I said, what you doing? He said, he ain't got nothing going on. I said, why don't you come? 
take a ride with me right quick. Uh-huh. He ain't even get showered and changed, <laughs> and I had forgotten about, about the presentation. The presentation. Yeah. So that one, I came second place. Wow. Um, you know, I came second place. I did yeah. like uh, a cut and twist in like 40, 40 some minutes. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, hey, and it Mike was, was the was twist. You was the twist, Don, for 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 a minute, bro. You had you had dudes in a chokehold, bro, in the twist, bro, for real. Yeah, <laughs> had a had a baby on the way. Yeah, there. man, we uh, had a baby on the way. I had to figure it out. The first time I competed was at the Proud Lady, and uh, I'm still mad about that. I'm still kind of mad because I lost to a girl. Not because she was a girl, but I lost to a girl that had like a, it was an even all over, bro. It blew me. I'm like, she plays second? Bro, it was a low <laughs> even all over. It was like a one all around. It was an even all over. I was so mad. And uh, Haven was there. Shout out to Haven. I think Haven won that show. I think he won that show. Mm. He had his uh, brother with him. Yeah, he he went Haven. on a tour with him. Uh, and uh, he won that show. Me and LaRue came in there. We, had our, we was all dressed up, bro. We was... Super ready, super excited, and <laughs> and we got up there, bro. None of us placed. We were so mad. Irk was like, <laughs> Erskine was like, hey, man, look, we got to talk afterwards after this. And he, <laughs> we had that same talk, like, bro, your models, bro, what they had on, they they judge all that. Man, it's about the haircut, bro. What they talking about? They right. And I was right. on the same thing. And so uh, I competed again in Indiana at, uh, what was my man's show name? Uh Eric, Eric, I forget his last name. Yep, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, what you're Eric Show. About. I competed there and I took third place. I did a, a burst fade. My boy, my boy uh, Lathan, shout out to him. He was dressed to impress. He was like an ex model. This dude had on a Gucci suit and he was clean, <laughs> bro, clean. And you know, ended up placing placing third. So I was I was cool after that. And then I, I think I, yeah. I competed one more time and uh, I walked in there very cocky, bro. Very like I'm finna win. I don't care who here. I'm finna win this and uh, did not place. And uh, I had my cousin with me. I did a, a mohawk with like some enhancements. This is when enhancements like kind of first, first really started. Yeah. And uh, blended the beard in with the color. And the judges were walking past me. They like, woo, I see you, boy. This, hey, man, hey, look at him right here. This gonna be fire. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, oh, I placed in my head. I'm, I got, I got something. I got, a, I got somebody trophy, right? Man, they didn't call my name. I lost to a dude with glitter. He had, he had some glitter in the man hair and a suit. I'm like, oh. I said, bro, I, and I talked to the judges. I'm like, what happened? What's the, what, I don't get it. Well, your model, y'all kind of went with more of an urban look. You know, he had on like yeah. Tim's and, you know, and I said, so I, so I lost because of, he, I said, I couldn't get third? I couldn't get third? Right. I said, Joe, I was so mad. I ain't compete since then. I'm still kind of bitter. All right, so I'm probably going to make you upset with this. <laughs> After I lost with, well, I mean, I feel like if I didn't get first place, I lost. So I got I got the second place yeah. trophy. It was a big trophy. Uh, I, I didn't get everything that they promised. I mean, that's the only thing I'm going to yeah, say yeah. about that. They they made a whole bunch of uh-huh. other promises of what you get. Five grand, $5,000 and all this. I already know. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> and then, but um, I started doing like local Chicagoland one. And this one in particular one. Um, that was hosted in Maywood. Yeah. Once I figured out that it was about the presentation of the model, mm-hmm. I did my boy Johnny. Mm-hmm. I did another set of twists. However, what I did was that was the first time I started getting into doing like the color with that blue black. Oh yeah. He had his outfit, so where you can see that blue black color. Yeah. Um, he's super light skinned. it. Also. And then I did the twist. I did graphic in his beers, and then I finished him off with that glitter. 
spray so that when he on stage and they shoot the camera, it reflects uh-huh. in the Sherman. And they like, what is that? And that was first. first that was first place. That was that was. You like, place. okay, I'm done now. I'm good. I'm good. That's what I needed. <laughs> and because and, and the reason why I was done was because for me it was just about can I do it? Right. Right. Facts. That's all I wanted. Yeah. I didn't really care that much about. Yeah, same here. Continuing on. Yeah, I think, you know, we came up in a very competitive environment, too. You know, uh, so I think it was just fun to, to just get out there and kind of test your skills and uh, and mm-hmm. kind of see where you stand against barbers from other counties, other states. You know what I mean? So that I, I love that. I encourage every yeah. barber, if you're listening, you never competed, do it at least once. Do it at least one yeah. time. And I, it's fun. It's, it is fun. It's fun. Um but I can't. Even if you just do it in your own shop, like yeah, facts. I love those. Just, just, just shop competitions, yeah. friendly competitions, yeah. to sharpen one another. We used to do it just from shop to shop. Yeah, y'all, I heard, I heard some stories about trying me. Y'all, y'all was ruthless. Did y'all ever do that at PhD? We did it amongst ourselves in PhD. Yeah, and 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 if you if you if you messed up, you screwed up. It was gonna be a public embarrassment. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they get on that intercom. <laughs> You know. <laughs> yeah, bro. We used to do that. Like if you if you if you mess somebody up, you gonna you gonna hear about it over. Bro, the we used to do that. At, we used to do that at the shop, man, the Erskine shop, and uh, we used to <laughs> making all these airplane sounds, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> and, yeah, it used to be fun. Uh, my favorite time was um, being in Hillside, and um, you know, barbers down the street referring to me as the Hollywood bar because at that time, mm-hmm. you know, I'm charging. $25, and uh, what's that, 2005, 2006. Now you was high. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so <laughs> what I would do is every time I heard them saying something mm-hmm. negatively about me, I cut one of my clients up and sent them down the street to go use the bathroom. <laughs> so, that, so they can walk past their clients and know that that guy didn't get his haircut here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, Mike Mike is a humble dude, but he a real competitive dude, bro. He he low key be <laughs> he a real competitive dude. Don't 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 upset Mike, man. You know what I'm saying? He one of those guys that come from that era. Uh, so I, um, moving on, man. Have you ever wanted to? I know I, I spoke about this uh, in in our show we did together. Have you ever wanted to quit, or have you ever quit? Um, I've never quit because of you know my family that depended on me, but in recent years, in the past five five to six years, is the first time that I ever could visualize me doing something else. Like, so when things got better and I felt like I could get better at will, not only just skill-wise, but even, like, business-wise, that was when it was like, hmm, okay, I'm not as in love behind the chair as I once was. Yeah. So this has been interesting for for me. Um, Yeah, it's weird. It's, um... It's a weird time. I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm not. I haven't started back in the shop yet. I'm I'm uh, probably going to start soon. There's a couple shops um, in the area that I like, but I'm I'm with you. I've been I've been wrecking my brain on thinking of different ways to provide. You know, I like I love cutting hair. I do, but um, that that leads me to my next question, man. Uh, how has barbering impacted you physically over the years? 
Physically like, over the years, man. I'm, yeah. People don't know, man. This is you stand for twelve yeah. hours a day. Yeah. For years on end. When man, I when bro, I started back, in the industry, I hmm. was um hundred and sixty seven pounds. Mm-hmm. The highest I've been is one hundred and fifty two pounds. Mm. Um, the past three years is the first time I've had some significant aches in my back. Mm-hmm. But the demand and me not prioritizing myself and having proper uh, rest and eating well, the 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 years of not taking care of myself is starting to catch up on me now. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that's that's very important, man. Because I I remember um, for a long stint, I just would you know get up in the morning, get to the shop around five thirty six, have my coffee, have my donut, cut three four heads, uh, probably grab me a breakfast sandwich or something, and come back, cut some more, and I would do that. You know, sometimes that would be the only thing I would have to eat the whole day. And I remember one time, man. <clears throat> something crazy happened. I was I was at work, and I must have I was cutting my client, and I had a freaking like a, a sharp chest pain, bro. Mm. Like I thought I was having a heart attack, scared me to death. And my client was like, "You okay?" I was like, "No, nah, I need to go to the hospital." So I left the shop, bro. Wow. Went to the hospital, and uh, in the car, I am panicking because I'm I can't. It's hard to breathe. I can breathe, but like every time I breathe, it feels like somebody stabbed me in my in my chest. Oh snap. Bro, so I go to the hospital and the doctor comes out. He he, they do an X-ray and he's like, "Well, your heart's good." You know, they super nonchalant. They, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, "Well, your heart's good. You're not having a heart attack." Um, he's like, "But uh, you know, your chest your chest wall is inflamed. What do you what do you do for a living?" And I was like, "Well, I'm a barber." And um, he's like, "Okay." He's like, "Do you work out?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a couple times a week. Sometimes, you know." And uh, he was like, "You do a lot of heavy weights." I'm like, "Not." Like heavy, heavy, like not what I can lift. I ain't trying to go to the Olympics or nothing, but yeah, I, I do some weight training. He was like, Yeah, slow down on the weight training. And he's like, You know, take you some days off. He's like, Because what's happening is when you're, when your arm is up like this, this isn't, this is, you're working out all of this in your chest, you know. And he was like, You're not giving yourself time to recover. And he's like, So what happened was you developed costochondritis. I said, What is that? <laughs> right. <laughs> what? He was like, it's an inflammation of the rib cage, of the like rib wall cage or whatever. And he was like, it just comes from um, heavy impact. Either you might, like sometimes it happens if you got into a fight, somebody kicked you in the chest or something like that. And I said, how did, I'm, I'm a whole barber. I ain't got in no fights, bro. I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> I'm like, man. And so, but, but he said, that's what it was from. He was like, it was just, you know, constant. Cutting hair, nonstop, no rest, not really in the days off. We're not resting. We're moving around. It's like you got to prioritize rest. And so that was the first time I would say I was like, okay, this is, and I think I was like 10 years in at that point. But uh, I'm like, all right, man, I, man, I got to change some things around. You know, I've seen barbers with knee braces on and all type of stuff, man. So this is a hard job. People, like we make a lot of money. We love doing it. It's art, but it is physically demanding and you got to have a have some time to really like rest yeah you know what i'm saying which is what um, i don't i don't do <clears throat> uh man i don't even have time to go to the like like you know I, this probably ain't funny but 
It is now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I felt a little pain in my chest. I'm about to go get some water and get on to the next person. Bro, that's what it is. But yeah. that it was so it was a it was a sharp pain where I like ah it, it didn't it wasn't one of those oh man you know let me just stretch a little bit it was it wasn't that bro it was like sharp pain like a heart attack you like that's the first thing I thought about uh, and then it's, it's been times when I felt dizzy you know yeah. cutting hair some have you ever had that where you just kind of turn around to grab a pair of clippers and you like okay whoa all right yeah. I don't I don't nod it before yeah man <laughs> nod it. <laughs> I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, nodding. Like, like, like. I remember there was a video of a dude. That's how exactly how he was. He was was asleep while he was cutting. That's, bro, it's time to go home, bro. Go. But I I think the worst behind the chair is having a panic attack where I have to go excuse myself from the room because I went Mm. into a panic attack. That's happened to you before? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, ha- it's happened. Wow. What? It's happened twice, but mm-hmm. one time was serious enough where I had to excuse myself mm. and and get myself. What, together. what led? What led to that? Or do you being underprepared? If, so, mm. so I mean, you might want to hear hear this story. So yeah, come on. Man weaves. I'm doing a. I'm, I, I got a client scheduled. Ten o'clock man weave. Mm-hmm. Um. 10 o'clock get around, 10 30 get around, 10 45 get around. The guy still ain't there. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking, no call, no show. And this was before, and this also what led up to me, like looking into how can I capture people's credit card on file. Right, because, before they come because, and all that. Because I done brought yeah. stuff for, you know, when you're doing man we Yeah, you, you, you paid money to get the hair and yeah. you got to buy the, it's, yeah, yeah, I get it. So you, you get it. So, and, and mm-hmm. at that time, this was when I would still be at the shop 6 o'clock in the morning, not leaving to 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But this time, I'm packing up a little early. So mm-hmm. I'm finishing up about 8.45. I'm cleaning up, turning out the lights, walking out of the door. Mm-hmm. The client that was at 10 o'clock said, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm sorry I'm here like a little, a little early, but, uh, you know, I, uh, I just finished up a little early. I just decided to just... Just, just come up here and wait. Mm-hmm. He thought his appointment was at 10 at night. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Even though <laughs> I checked and I saw that he had the the appointment reminder for 10 a.m. Yeah, right. So, and he was getting his unit done for a, a, this tour that he was on. Oh, no. So, you had to do it. And, so, uh, I had to It's do one it. of those... One of those situations. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be trans transparent time. So I'm I'm going through. I'm rushing through. I really I done I done wrap my mind right. Okay, I'm gonna be here for another two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Because I'm already tired and exhausted. I'm not. I don't not. I don't have the best judgment at this moment. Yeah. When you at the end of the let me just I got you one second. We're gonna get back to it. At the end of the night. We call it giving up the ghosts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you done gave up the ghosts, it's over with. Anybody that it's a limit. Every barber got it. If anybody, we always say, if anybody come in this shop after this time, I can't guarantee you what you're gonna get. I can't guarantee it. Right. It's right. 
I'm not focused. I'm tired. I'm hungry. My mind is gone. My mind left. My mind in the car waiting <laughs> on me. And so you, so you didn't gave up the ghost. And this dude, this six hundred dollar client, come walking in. Yeah. And he has a tour that you gotta do this man's hair. This ain't a haircut, y'all. So men weaves. It's it's you kind of gotta do it. Like yeah. <laughs> they paid a lot of money. You can't like just come back tomorrow. It's don't. It's not like right. that. So go ahead. So, without my better judgment, he decides he wants to try something just a little bit different and make it more into a mohawk shape. I'm like, all right, whatever. Oh, but I'm not really <laughs> thinking about the situation with his hair. And there's right. a part of his hair that I mm-hmm. overcut the unit and it exposed oh. the track. This was this was before we was doing loose hair. This was when, yeah, when we only learned how to do the, do the track hair. Yeah, yeah, we use custom building it on on there. So now I done overcut. And because I overcut. Start the camera. Mm-hmm. Because I overcut, now I'm trying to figure out how do I fix this? I'm tired. I can't think straight. Who do I call? Mm-hmm. So I hear up and call Ert. He live, mm-hmm. he lived not too far. From? Right. Can't get in touch with him. Should have known. It's my boy, but <laughs> he is not on my emergency contact list. <laughs> yes. This is true. Shout out to Eric. This is true. <laughs> um, so I, I, I call the next best person. Call Matt. Shout out. Okay. Yep. Shout out to Matt, the mad barber. Matt, yes, sir. Matt had some hair in his trunk. He had okay. some hair in his trunk. He had one more pack. My wife luckily helped me out. She go meet him on the side of the expressway. Lord, she helps. Is... She helps me out. Wow. Okay. She go get the hair. He gets there. We going on. We pulling through. And this is when it hit me. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh man, you know if it's all right if I hit you with, uh, you know, next week for this or whatever. I'm a little short." I'm sorry, y'all. What? So I'm here. What? So now, because we had this uh, little screw up, it's 12.30 a.m. And you got to be at work tomorrow. And, and I, my first client is at 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So not only am oh I my working gosh, late man. and working overtime <sighs> and tired, you financially short. Mm. No, nah, bro, you gonna have it. to go. You got to, you got to call somebody. And I lost it. You lost us. I knew at that moment, my business had control of me. I did not have control of my business. I was mm. out of line, and it was my wow. fault. Yeah, and I the consultation. Out what went wrong? And I went in the bathroom, and I, I'm like, I can't get my breathing together. I'm feeling, I'm breathing so heavy, like I'm about to pass out against the wall. I'm sweating. I can't control it. I'm thinking to myself, right. why can't I control it? Just stop it. Yes. Yes, bro. I've had panic attacks, and this is a scary, scary wall. thing. <laughs> because I can't stop. I can't you stop. put water sweat. on your face? Put, I had to put water on my face. Finally get myself Man. under control, and I went. I finished him up, and um, he was no longer allowed to come see me again. I don't even want. I don't even want the money. Like just, 
We good. Wow. We good. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So not only did you work overtime, and you got you meeting up with Matt. Shout out to Matt. Yeah. yeah he came <laughs> through that day. And, uh, and this dude had a nerve to short you. That's so frustrating. Oh, that's so frustrating. See, this is why Barbara started to do this type of stuff. This is why we have to take your car up front or deposit up front. Because people will do this to us, man. Like I've I've had it happen. People, it hasn't happened a lot, but it has happened. People will do this. Oh man, can you give me next week? Can I can I pay you half right now? Pay you half Friday? Can I like, bro? No, this is what this is our job. This is this is what we do to feed our family. So, um, interesting. Wow, man, that's crazy. That's a crazy story. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, man. Uh, let me see. I got another question. Um, <clears throat> um, if you could cut next next to someone, who would it be? Oh, who would it be? Yep, yep. Only one. I'll, I'll give you. I, I'll give you two because that's hard. Right. That's I, hard. I know. That's that's tough. Someone yep, who yep. who inspires me creatively, who I just enjoy, just just their whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Andrew does hair. Okay. Uh-huh. Shout out to Andrew does hair. Man. Maybe we'll get him on the show. Man, I love Andrew. Man. I love his 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 foresight and how he looks at at hair. Yeah. And and yeah. And, and 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 I like the 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 creative vision that he has. And then yeah. the next person that that I would like to cut next to um Oh, this is hard. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was one, I was gonna say Los, Los mm-hmm. cut it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Los. But I'm gonna go with Hawk. Okay. The reason why, because mm-hmm. of the wrist, because of the wrist factor, like that, that he, he took yeah. a big risk in the change that he did in his business. But the yeah, reason why sure. him is because of how how he prioritizes his wife and his daughter. Right. So because because of how he prioritizes his family, I I would mm-hmm. I would like to have an opportunity to just work next to a guy who values the same thing as me, but also he take was, risks. That's yeah. Shout out to Hawk. He was one of the first guys I saw that that went to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I think right, and I think I remember he like broke the internet with that. Like yo, haircuts to a hundred dollars. <laughs> well, it was two. It was something like that. I remember him. I remember him posting about that. And a lot of barbers had a lot to say, including myself. At the time, I couldn't see how you charge that much. Yeah, believe it or not, I couldn't see it. I was like, man, why is he charging that much? Or why does this person want to charge a hundred dollars? I never do that, <laughs> right? Uh, but right. <clears throat> that's not true. Uh, but uh, <laughs> right. uh, but I, I I completely get it now, man. So shout out to Hawk. He's definitely one of uh, he's definitely one of my favorite barbers uh, to follow and. Really inspirational guy, and I love, love, love his space, man. Uh, so if you're in the Atlanta area, go check out Hawk. Yeah. And uh, what's the name of his um his loft is uh equipped. What's the name? I can't think of the name. Equipped, right? Check him out. Um, another question: Why did you choose to do a suite versus a barbershop? Because opening um, a barbershop, it was <clears throat> it was um, January. Like the third week in January, I get a strange mm-hmm. call from an Atlanta area code. Mm-hmm. I'm like most people. I don't know who it is. Go to voicemail. 
Right, facts. Mm-hmm. I'm like most people. But this person right. decides to leave a voicemail. So mm-hmm. I checked the voicemail, and it's uh, my first official mentor who who would uh, eventually become my mentor, Raymond Torregano. Love, okay. love that yeah. guy to death because Uncle Ray, he 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 saved me in the industry. He he's, he 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 saved me. If it wasn't for Ray, you know, that that mm-hmm. that panic attack could have been a heart attack. Wow! Um, wow, man! But um, he was saying, "Man, I've been, I've been, um, been meaning to catch up with you." And I would go immediately into saying, "Like, man, I've been following you for a while. Been, you know." And we just doing this exchange of compliments because not only had he been, had I been following him, he had been following yeah. me. I didn't right. really know. Wow. Right, right, and, right. Um, and we just exchanging compliments for like a couple minutes, and then he went in. And basically just like, hey, everything you're doing in business, hey, I see you doing this, that, and the other. Just gather it all up and drench it in lighter fluid and burn it up. <laughs> oh, Because <laughs> this is all wrong. Wow. And every example he went through, I couldn't, I couldn't get around it. Couldn't deny it. Couldn't deny it. He was it. exactly right. Yeah. And he, he mm. gave me my first assignment to go read this book called The E-Myth. I'm reading mm. The E-Myth and... There's a portion in the book where the main character of of, of the book mm-hmm. started a business doing something that she loved, but now is in a position where it's a burden and bringing her to tears. And it brought me mm. to tears because I just wasn't willing to admit that I I, yeah. I, I dug myself into a grave and 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 and, and work became a burden. And yep. I didn't want to admit it because then I would have to prove all the naysayers are wrong when they were just like, oh, man, you need to, you know, look into getting a real job. Right, right, right. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So, but man, but, but, but Ray gave me, like, vision and foresight of what to do. But you know me mm-hmm. long enough. You yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take quick action. <laughs> right, right. This is true. This is true. Yeah. December yeah, 31st. Uh-huh. 7.42 a.m. I remember it because it was a life-changing <laughs> moment. It was like 7.42 uh-huh. a.m. I'm cutting the client, and um, the shop that I was working at right there in Hillside, mm-hmm. shop owner, he he comes in. He's a little bit late, and one of his clients is like, man, you keep running late like this, man. I'm going to go see Mike. Mm-hmm. Shop owner flips out. I'm cutting clients, mm. and I got three waiting. He comes, right. he comes getting my face while I'm cutting the client. Oh, no. In, in my face, pointing at me like, man, you the reason why all these expenses going up because you always here cutting my electricity <laughs> bills up, my light bills, you know, like, like the water bill. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, we ain't going to mention his name, you but that exactly is crazy. He's in my face where... Where wow. I can I can feel like the temperature of his like he's in my face. He's on right, right. In front of a You know client. what? I remember I remember a little bit of this. You told me a little bit of this when it first first happened. And at that moment um, I felt like yeah. I don't have to take this. You know who right. I am? Right, right. Like, <laughs> it was at that moment where I started becoming a believer in myself. Like I don't have to be here. 
Right. So I called my right. wife right away. I said, hey, I need you to do me a favor. Start looking for a space. I'm, mm. I, today is the day. My little brother came in, and, and he, he saw everything was going on. I got to, mm. you know, make sure that he know that we not finna address him. I need you to go get a box. Right. Now, me being yeah. me, I am still competitive, a little petty. We got a small mm-hmm. box, so we take everything out in small increments. <laughs> so that for the next couple of <laughs> I bet he was mad as heck, wasn't he? So that, that everybody could see this is this is what happened. Like wow. he got out of <laughs> now later on the chop owner realized that he was out of line. And that he was yeah. completely wrong and he tried to apologize. But at that point, everything that Ray told me in January mm-hmm. started refreshing in my mind. And I was just like So you were so so backtrack a little bit. So when you and Ray spoke, you were still at the barbershop. You hadn't opened your um yep. your space yet. Yep, I was at that shop okay. in Hillside. Wow. And I didn't take okay. action didn't know that. until somebody put me in the corner. To push you to out of there. To push me out of there. If he wouldn't have got on my face, yeah. I'd probably still be there. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Especially because wow. it, it was it was sweet lick. It was a sweet lick. Like, was, no, you was, man, was, I don't even want to know what you was paying in booth rent, baby. I kind of want to know, but I don't want to know. It's going to make me $125. mad. $125. No, how? Man, <laughs> this man. Hey, people don't know their numbers. <laughs> so, you was, so you was robbing him. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he got mad at you. That's why he was mad. <laughs> he like, wait a minute. Why am I everything going up? I'm only charging this sucker $125. Yeah. He couldn't he couldn't just say, Well, I think you should we should raise the rent. It's right. Right. And I just just raise the rent. Right. It's, it's all okay. he had to do. That's all he had to do. But wow. yeah, well, so, think, so him getting in my face like that pushed me to make a move. And um so when I went to the suites, it was not because I thought, oh, man, this is the next best move. It was that okay. what Ray told me about everything mm-hmm. that I had been doing for the past 16 years, I needed to just mm-hmm. burn it up and start over. Mm. Nice, so I went man. to the suites to start over. Wow. Yeah, man, I miss I miss my little suite, man. It was, it was nice. It was peaceful. You know, wasn't no headaches, all the stuff you get when you're trying to manage all these different personalities. So um, that's interesting, man. So we're going to close in a little bit. But before we do, I want to ask a couple more little quick uh, bullet questions <laughs> like you did me. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Favorite Clipper. Oh, favorite Clipper. Uh, Austin Fast Feet. Okay. All right. It's, I don't know what it is about everybody who's been cutting over a decade. They all say the same thing. We all say fa- the Fast Feeds, man. Shout out, man. I love them joints, and I like the wireless ones. Yeah, wireless ones or the, or, the, or you still use the you still use the corded ones too, don't you? Occasionally, I, I just packed those up. I've been using I've been using the cordless ones. The reason why I would just go Austin Fast Feeds, the fa- favorite clipper, mm-hmm. because if I'm put in a situation where I only can use one clipper and one clipper, it's the only, most versatile. It's the most versatile. That's true. That's true. I've heard some people have had some. Negative things to say about it. Like, man, I don't like it. It's trash. It's this, it's that. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing with it. Um, all right. <laughs> right. So, favorite clipper. <laughs> right. Favorite clipper, Austin Fast Feed. All right. We're going to get personal now. <laughs> <laughs> biggest tip. Ooh, biggest tip, 200. <laughs> Woo. Jeez, 200. What did you do? Was you ready? Was it like a 
this client was like known to tip well and it was just like another and you just played it off or did you have a reaction to that? No, I had a, a, a huge reaction. <laughs> I was like, whoa. But the reason why he yeah. tipped had nothing to do with the haircut. It had everything to do with, he basically was like, man, like, thanks for making me feel important. Nice. Nice. Nice, man. Um, well, let me see. I don't know if I got any other questions, bro, written down. You said you uh, wanted to get just, into pricing. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. So we spoke a little bit about pricing on the last show you did when you interviewed me. And so I'd like to know kind of your method of um, pricing and what it, what's, what's your, um, not your method, but your, your opinion about uh, Barbara's pricing. Because I said it in um, last interview that barbers need to be honest about what they're charging. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys just, you know, charging $50, $60 and they're not really worth that. Right. You know, these just not. Or there's guys that's worth $50, $60, maybe more, but they're charging $25, $30. Right. So how could you encourage somebody that's kind of in that place of like wanting to raise their prices, kind of don't know how to do it? I know you did a video on it. I'll, I'll put that link in the description. Um, but kind of give us a rough, like how could someone kind of... Um, you know, tactful, tactfully raise their price without, you know, so, they're gonna lose some people, but without, you know, kind of just destroying, destroying the whole business. <clears throat> but there's a way to not lose people. But um, mm-hmm. here's 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 my philosophy behind raising prices, and and um, mm-hmm. is first thing you do. So so rather than just getting into like my thoughts behind it, I'm just gonna just tell you like how to do it first. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out your numbers. You need to figure out how much does it cost you to run your business. And not mm-hmm. just like what you're doing, but the type of business that you desire to run. If you're, mm-hmm. if, if you're not currently offering drinks and stuff, but you want to, you need to factor in those prices. Factor in how much does it cost you to run the type of business that you run. Then you mm-hmm. need to know how much does it cost for you to live personally. Not just mm-hmm. what you're currently doing, but thinking about your insurance, thinking about vacation time, thinking about if good. you like eating steak all the time and it's ribeye factor steak, it, factor you, it need in. To fact, you need to figure out how much does it cost you to live the way you desire to live. Once yeah. you got those numbers, you, you, you times that by 12 so that you got your yearly cost of how much does it cost you to run your business plus how mm-hmm. much does it cost for you to live personally. Whatever okay. that total number is, add on an additional 15 to 20% because you don't want to just break even. You need to be profitable so you can put money back into your business so that you can make other right. expansions or plan for mishaps or, or, or other investments right. in your business. So whatever that total number right. is, add 15 to 20%. Especially one reason why you want to add 15 to 20% too is because when you're looking for business funding and you have an additional mm-hmm. 15 to 20%, 20% left over in your bank account, it makes you yes, more qualified for additional funding just because they see a lot of cash game. flow. W- He's giving out a lot of game right now. I hope you're writing this down. <laughs> Man, so now, come on. Yeah. At that point, you need to figure out what type of lifestyle do you want to live? Do you want to be the person that works every week of the year or do you, want, do you want to take two weeks vacation? Do you want to take a right. month vacation? So whatever that, that number is, you divide that by how many weeks you want to work. So now right. you got your weekly target number. You hit right. your yearly target number. Now you got your weekly target number. 
Now you divide right. that by how many days you want. That's completely up to you. Everybody don't want to work five days a week. Some people want to work this three, but some people don't mind doing seven days a week. That's completely up true. to you because this is a personal decision that you're making in your business. So you divide mm -hmm. that weekly target number by how many days that you want to work. Okay. So uh, once you got your days that you want to work, then you need to figure out how much energy do you have throughout the day? Are you the guy that can work 10, 12 hours or are you somebody that only got six hours in you? Do you divide that, right. that, 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 that daily target by the amount of hours that you're able to, to, to give into your business? So if so right. for the sake of numbers, um, just so so for the sake of numbers, I'll pull out my calculator real quick. If that number mm -hmm. is if we always talking about a hundred thousand. So hundred let's say it takes you a right. hundred thousand dollars to run your business and to live your personal mm -hmm. life. I'm gonna say if you really wanna take home a hundred thousand and it costs you twenty five thousand, we're just gonna do hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. Right. And you, right. you wanna you wanna take a two week vacation, but you also wanna create sick time for yourself. So we're gonna divide mm -hmm. that by forty nine weeks. So we work forty nine weeks. That means that your target okay. your target number is two thousand five hundred and fifty one dollars and some change or whatever. Right? So per week. Per week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm here. So so now, because we talked earlier about like content creating and doing different things and getting the suite, I'm just kind of mm -hmm. kind of throwing out some stuff. You need to have time to make content and and, and to yes. put, produce stuff. So instead of focusing yes. on working five days a week, we're gonna do that number by four days. So then that way your fifth day is for content creation. Content yes. creation only. Yes, sir. So now your yes, target sir. number is $637. We're going to round it up to $638. That's your target mm -hmm. number per day. So because you're working four days a week, you're a real barber. You got, you know, you got clients or whatever. We're going to divide that by um, 11. So that's 11 mm -hmm. hours. So you open up from 7 to 7. You give yourself a yep. one-hour break. So then you got 11 working hours. So yep. now your target number is, uh, your target hourly rate is $62. $62.10. Yeah. Now. This man just broke this all the way down to the hourly rate? Come on, y'all. <laughs> Somebody say. So, so now, <laughs> for me, I have my service menu broke up in 30-minute services, 45-minute mm -hmm. services, and 60-minute services, and I got one service that's like 75 minutes. But, um, mm -hmm. but for the sake of generally speaking, we're going we're gonna to do that divided by two. We, so we do everything mm -hmm. in 30-minute increments. That means yep. that... Your lowest service in a 30-minute time frame cannot be lower than $31. Message. Boom. If you if you Boom. if you if you have a 30-minute service and you charge less mm -hmm. than $31, you will not hit that goal. That's right. Unless you, you overwork. Right, right. Man, I don't know who that was for, <laughs> but I wrote some stuff down myself. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. So now because I think for yeah. For that barber that may not have the skill set, like you was talking earlier um, in, yeah. in, 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 in the last podcast, too, some barbers don't have the skill set to justify even going up to $30 because they feel Facts. like they they just not there. That's okay. Or, or, yeah. I've heard other, I've heard this too. They make excuses like, well, 
it's the area that I'm in. Um, you know, the area I'm in, everybody else is charging 25, 23, you know. And I listen, in the area that I'm I'm in right now, I'm in I'm in Wesley Chapel, Florida. There's barbers um around here that's charging forty dollars. I've seen barbers that's charging twenty-five dollars. The shop I'm considering on to work at, I think the owner only charges thirty dollars. And he said I could charge whatever I'm charging. What you think I'm gonna charge, Mike? Gonna, <laughs> I'm charging. I'm gonna charge what you charge. I'm charge. I'm charging what I'm. I'm charging fifty dollars per haircut. And to some that may be that may seem like suicide, but everything that he just said, I literally can't afford to not charge what I'm worth right. because at that point I still own. I still own a business, right? I'm still owning a shop back in Chicago. I still have expenses there, right? You know what I'm saying? And I still have expenses at home. Right. And I, I can't right. afford we, to charge anything less than my expenses in, in the way I live my life. So I got to exactly. charge what, what I can actually... It's not just about, I've been cutting 10 years. I need to charge this. No, you got to take everything into account to really get a good number because it, it has to make sense for you because you can make 100 grand and be broke, bro. Right, exactly. Because your lifestyle yeah. may be worth... You may be at a... You may be spending more than you make. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Or living off credit cards, or that's a, we're gonna do a whole other thing on finances <laughs> too, because I need to have my wife on here talking about that. But yeah. he just broke down some some good math. We need to have that as you need to have that as a formula on your website or something. So yeah. that's yeah, that's for sure. put that in the spreadsheet for sure. But, but for that barber that feels mm-hmm. like they're stuck in that twenty five dollar range, okay. So yeah. now you take 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 the next step. Everything don't have to be done. In the haircut. Let's say you don't have the skill set and you're not in the area where you can justify going up to even just $35 for a haircut. What you right. do is, is that you level up your services where you begin to pair products Come with on. your service. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's yep. say you're doing a doing a, a bald head. A bald head mm-hmm. and a beard. And uh, the beard got some little patchiness in there that's all working in your favor or whatever. Right? So mm-hmm. you do a nice... Pre, uh, pre-oil shave and all that stuff, and you have a product that you use that's for inflammation, for razor bumps or whatever that you use, and you that smells great. And while you're using it on your client, you say, hey, right. man, check this product out. I really, really like this or whatever because, you know, uh, it, it allows me to give you a virtually bump-free shave. You don't have to worry about those issues. This is how you use it. Right. you already telling them this is how you use it. Use it like this and doing it like that or whatever. And then, right. And then right when you, when you do their beard or whatever, you put on beard oil. After you done right. wash their beard right there at the chair and put that hot steam on them and you put this beard on yes, and you style them and now they're shaving and just like, hey, this- and you already saying, hey, when you get home and use this, use these many drops. You already telling them what to do and they That's smelling right. it and now they're obligated to take home the the the, the bump the stopper, product. the beard oil, yeah. shampoo for their scalp. They still got to clean their scalp. That's right. You got to bring their pH level back. So you need a complimentary uh, uh, conditioner that goes with the shampoo, that goes with the beer, or get an exfoliant for their skin and for their scalp. Because the more you can keep your face clean and clear and keep those pores tight and small, the sharper your Mm beer line is going to look. Everything just looks great. Hey, you need this whole package that costs you $35. But, you know. And now your haircut is still $25. Haircut is $25. Your haircut is $35. Thirty, exa- boom! Now you're there. Now you're there. So you get sixty five dollars just like that in thirty minutes. So if you're not if you're not offering products alongside your services, guys, you are completely losing. Because I'm, I'm sure it, this could be for a rookie barber or a veteran barber. All the time, clients. And hey, what did you put in my hair? 
What did you put in my hair? Mm-hmm. What did you do this? Mm-hmm. What is this oil? And I've done myself a disservice because I stopped. I just got so busy. I just stopped buying product. I just, just yeah, I'm using this. Just go to Walmart and get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but now I'm not going to do that. Now yeah. I'm going to set up my, I'm going to get y'all some more game. I'm going to set up my, my website in such a way where I'm going to have all my affiliate uh, marketing links there. So if you want something that I use, you can go to my website and purchase it yourself. And then I get a little piece of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. On the back end. You know what I'm saying? And so, because people ask all the time, what gel is I using? What what oil is that? What All of that, all the time. So, oh. people would much rather get get their products from their stylist or their barber. So, the stylist got it. Cosmetologists have been doing this. Yeah. Some, like Mario Chicochi, don't even, you got to sell product. That's yeah. part of working there. Yeah. Like, that's part of it. Because people need it. Yeah. You do somebody hair and you style it with a gel or a pomade or whatever it is. Or build oil, people are gonna ask, man, what is that? And especially guys, all we care about is if it is it is the market that shine, that Rick Ross shine, and does it smell good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. It could be terrible for your skin. They don't <laughs> guys be like, this smell good. I'm putting it on. So and then so yeah, that's so, and then because you know I I gave you four days behind the chair, and that fifth day, that fifth day when mm-hmm. you're working on your models for content creation, make sure you yeah. put that camera. Focused in on the products that you're using, show yourself yes, using sir. the product, how to explain it. Now you don't put it online, and now people who may not be able to sit in your chair to buy, uh, to to get haircut services, they can still be a product client. Exactly, exactly. So there's so much money to be made, man. Like there's no excuse to at this point. I feel like, especially from when we first started, uh, there's no excuse not to make over six figures as a barber. Uh, There's too much game. There's too much information. There's too much, like, it's just, it's too much. People want to pay more. People do. I've talked to people, people, how much is your haircut? Only $20. Now (laughs) I like the fact that there's a, it's a difference now. People, people know now. People know it's a difference in quality when, based on the price. So if you start yourself off and, you know, you work yourself up, don't just go up because you just want to go up. Yeah. Go up because you're offering more value to what you do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and you're you're licensed, and we'll talk about licensed and unlicensed in another episode. Yeah. But because uh, <laughs> that, that that's a thing too, unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, now that you're setting up the business, I know we talked about this kind of offline earlier. Like mm-hmm. you had a chance to sleep on it. Are you gonna um, switch over to doing your own online booking? Like like yes, you gonna control it, or are you gonna let somebody else control it? Yeah, I'm a. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm gonna tell y'all what he's what he's hinting at. So we was talking about uh, scheduling apps and stuff, and we're gonna get into that real quick before we close uh, this out. I don't want to make it super duper long. We might have to do a part two. I'll break it up or whatever. But uh, so right now at the shop, I was using Booksy, and Booksy has been good. It's been it's been good for me. You know, and I had no issues with Booksy. Had some issues with clients, cards not being charged and stuff like that. But that's any, all of them going to do that. But I'm at a point now, now I'm able to start over. I'm in a new city, a new place. I kind of want to take back the control because all I've done was really uh, put the muzzle over my brand mm-hmm. since I started using uh, Booksy. There's no disrespect to them, but you're not promoting yourself. You're promoting, you're promoting them. You're promoting their product. And, um, and I think for a barber, I, think, I don't think that's long lasting, uh, you know, a recipe for success long-term because Booksy can close their doors tomorrow and what you going to do? Right. You know what I mean? So it needs to be a plan B. So uh, originally when I first started, I had everybody going to my website. I had a whole booking thing going, uh, people going there and it would lead you to another booking app that I was using. But now 
Uh, shout out to Squarespace. That's what how I built my website, and um, they have mm-hmm. bought um, Acuity Scheduling, and so I used I used them for a little bit um, before I before I switched over to Vagaro back in the day, and so um, I like them because it's built into my my website, and now I can showcase my brand, my team, both locations, the podcast, and everything else that I'm doing, and people can still book an appointment with me. So I'm I'm definitely finna make that switch, and uh, I was working on that all night last night getting my prices and stuff and uh, getting all that set up. So what's your opinion, man, on that, on, on like these booking apps? I know we've talked about, um, Booksy. I use Booksy. I, uh, used, I didn't use Squire. I was considering Squire. Um, but I just felt like they weren't ready when I, when I needed them, they didn't have a, a Android app and I'm like, I'm not, mm. I'm not doing it. And I couldn't <laughs> believe it. This was, I think they do now. This was like four years ago when I, when I, um, reached out to them to, uh, get a demo of the app. But, they just weren't ready, man. And uh, Booksy was, so that's why I chose. That's why I chose chose them. Yeah. So what's your so, what's so your thoughts been, on that? I've been using online booking for for years. Like, oh yeah, I've yeah. been using like like for for years at least at least thirteen years at least. Yeah, I've been it's over been uh, over a decade now. The, yeah. the the very first one was Vagaro, and then I switched mm-hmm. over to. Salon Iris, which I was using that for a, the longest. Oh gosh, don't um, give me, don't I can't stand. Sorry, <laughs> but um, I, just... <laughs> I switched. I finally moved as much as I was rooting for Salon Iris, and and I wanted to 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 to, to stick with them because of all the yeah. It, I mean, it made me feel like I was being real professional by having that, but they just wasn't mm-hmm. keeping up with how things were changing. Um, right. And um, so I switched over to Style Seat. So I've been with I've been mm-hmm. with Style Seat, and 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 things were going good. They was working, and and but then I just started yeah. seeing a lot of uh, different issues once it started coming down to 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 taking control over how your books are being ran and who you accept and who you're not accepting and. And I yeah. think that that all these booking apps, they're they're good. Everybody should yeah. be doing it. Everybody should Facts. should have online. You're a barber. Booking. You're not doing online booking. You you need to slap yourself. Yeah. I'm just gonna for, say for it. Sure. I don't know why you. So you why don't you sell your clippers? Because yeah, just just move out. Just leave the shop. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have online booking, bro. Stop just with the writing up the. I can't. Believe, it's some of y'all still doing this. Come in and write write your name down on a list. Like, come on, bro. This is not the '80s, dog. Come on. Right, right. So, so yeah. So, but uh, once I I really started figuring out how to like grow my business and grow my income like at will. Once I figured mm-hmm. out this like little secret formula, where it was like, wait a minute, if I want to do a extra five hundred bucks. All I had to do was do. Once I figured it, I was like, yeah. "Oh, this is so simple." I started yeah, seeing the limitations in mm. letting the somebody software. else control. Yeah, I needed. Yeah. I needed something that was that allows me to make slight custom, uh, custom uh, changes to the way people experience the uh, the booking process. So I would. Yeah. So I switched over to. Um, to uh, Square um, to do my mm-hmm. appointment booking, and that was the yeah, first I did, I, start. That was the first yeah. start where it's like I was able to see a significant difference where the amount of people that was being driven to like the website 
and the people that was booking, I was able to mm-hmm. like track the numbers. Now this is when I, yeah. well, this is when I yeah. first started getting away from making business decisions based upon how I feel and my emotions, and just start looking at right. the data. Start looking right. at the data. Start right. looking at traffic, seeing where it was coming from, how it was right. moving to me. And then, um, then I heard about Acuity, and I looked into Acuity, and I saw I was able to make even more slight adjustments. It yeah. wasn't as pretty. It, it right. did not look pretty at all, but it right. did it. Very it clear. Did what I need, what I needed to do, and it, yeah, was, it started working. I I thought I would never leave Acuity, and then yeah. Squire came along, and yep, Squire had me. I moved they over had me to too. Squire. Yeah, and it's, it's black-owned. Yeah. I was with that. I'm like, oh, I got to yeah. support these brothers. I, I love and, Squire. Um, and the reason why yeah. I left Squire was because I saw a, a glitch in, mm-hmm. in, in, in what was going on. So I called technical support. Hey, this is what I'm noticing, this, that, the other. I, mm-hmm. Can somebody look into that for me and just let me know if y'all seeing the same thing? Didn't really get much of a response, so I did it three times. And um, then we coming up on the week of the week of Thanksgiving, yeah, twenty eighteen. Okay, okay. My books is twenty percent booked. Oh no! Now you know. Now you know me. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is absolutely wrong. Ooh, something is is not right. This is a night. Let me just pause real quick. If you're a booked barber, especially with a huge clientele like Mike, uh, any glitch like that in the middle of a busy season, busy Friday, Saturday, whatever day it is, uh, is terrible. And I've had to, I switched Vergaro because of this, something like this happened to us. And I was running a whole barbershop. So it's not just me, but like four other barbers. And we couldn't. Uh, the credit card machine was down, or we couldn't. Nobody could see their books, and I just mm-hmm. no. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, because I wasn't getting the the response that I got from the tech team, they didn't say it in this way, but this is how how they made me feel. You're a barber, mm-hmm. and you're probably good at what you do. But we're a tech company. We're good at what we do. Wow. If if that's how they made me feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm like right, right, right. Okay. They didn't they didn't know I had yeah. one of one of the owners, like like he the one that pulled me in. So I, I texted him, <laughs> I said, Hey, can you check this out for me? Yeah. He went, he looked into it. He was like, We did look into the, the situation and you are absolutely right. We are we're we're sorry that this happened. We're working on it. But by that time I had already started looking at Booksy. You didn't already checked out. I didn't already yeah. and it was like I had intentions mm-hmm. of coming back, but I went over to Booksy because I had to fix Thanksgiving week. Right, right. <laughs> you had to give people I, I, Yeah, I, that's a gotta, huge week. Yeah, so so I went and I went over to Booksy and um that's when I started noticing the difference between how Squire built their platform, which is good. I'm not, I don't want to talk bad. Yeah. I, hey, if yeah. you're not doing online booking, Squire is a good option. If you not, if you Booksy is a good option. It's just with his personal preference. That's right. Booksy yep. was good, but I started noticing that my clients who had started coming to me when I was using Acuity now. They could get around certain policies that I had in place. 
Yep. So that's is, when I went with yeah. Booksy. That's when I started seeing a significant increase in the no call, no shows, and 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 the in late yeah. cancellations. Um, yeah. Now they, I was so because the problem was was that the only way I can use the feature for to have the credit card on file was that everything mm-hmm. had to be processed on their platform. I didn't yeah. want to do payment process on their platform. I have my own POS system that I use that's for me, that right. I have a relationship. I didn't want to change. That was the only reason why I didn't switch over. Yeah, um, yeah. Because so cause Square, Square will lock you in. Square, they do it the best. Mm-hmm. They will lock you in. And once you get a part of the Square life, you just kind of don't want to leave. You just don't. Yeah, and then and, once uh, you get all those <laughs> other perks and... and, and the, you know, like the other perks, like if 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 you do right by Square, <laughs> if you oh, you ain't got to say nothing. Man. They gonna do right by you. Simple as that. They gonna do right Simple by as that. You. I got the I got the big um I got the big um the uh the big register mm-hmm. the uh, the one with the touch screen. I, I got that joint, and uh, it's a game changer, man. Yeah. It's a game changer, and so uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to using uh, Acuity and kind of. Gaining that control back again, and that's like like we're saying, this is our opinion. We're veteran barbers. We have no, no this is not a bash booksy or bash anybody. Yeah. This is just I love our those experience. Companies. I yeah, did for absolutely. a short period been, go back to booksy uh, for yeah. for a short remember, period of time, and then you you remember mm-hmm. that one Friday when the whole network mm-hmm. went down. That did it for you. I was out <laughs> that, that same it. day. Yeah, because it was we, like well, I, was, I lost control. I didn't have control. I couldn't. I couldn't even see what client was supposed to come in to send them yeah. a text, and like that was terrible, man. And that, that was, was terrible. That was a terrible week because I was literally just cutting people who came in. You got an appointment with me? Yep. All right, sit down. I didn't know. I didn't know. Right. If you could have lied, if you, I'm sure I could have walked in that day and didn't know it. Right. But I was just cutting anybody because I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. Our system is down. I don't know what time your appointment was, but just it's all good. Just come on up here. I got mm-hmm. you. Just sit down. I got you. Yeah. And uh, all of us was we was all upset about that, man. And uh, so I'm glad they fixed that, you know. But I want to get back to you know uh, growing, you know, having my growing my getting back to my website, man, and, and sending yep. people there. So I think it's more of an organic vibe and feel. So I know Booksy is very uh, easy to use and very you know customer. I, lo- I like the reviews. I love the fact that people can find you off of the reviews. So. Mm-hmm. That that kind of had me in a chokehold for a bit. I'm like, man, I don't, man, I'm gonna move all those reviews over. Uh, so what? We'll see. We'll see what happens, yeah. man. Yeah, I um, I use other things to capture reviews and stuff while I'm on Acuity. There's there's yeah. there's other ways around it. I mean, it's it's a lot of different mm-hmm. tools and stuff. I mean, using Booksy and Squire and other platforms like that allows you to do everything in one place. But if you kind of need more. Yeah, customization, and you don't mind putting in the work and figuring out, you know, different coding and how to how to integrate, you know, through through um, through through API keys and all that stuff. Uh, um, mm-hmm. You talking Spanish now? Go ahead. <laughs> right, right, right. If you don't, <laughs> but no, but but no, you, you're right though. I mean, if you, I mean, I've I've built my own website from the beginning. You've built yours. Uh, a lot of barbers, you know, do that. I think. Um, now I think uh, companies like Booksy has made it just easy for us to do what we do, cut hair. Yeah, they just made it easy. They and it it is hard to break away from that. I get it, um, but I've never had any real problems, you know, with them. I'm just at a point in my career where I kind of want to be. I want to 
get back to building my brand. I'm in a brand new city, so nobody knows about Duke and Cut out here in Tampa. So I need to let them know, and they, I can't let them know. On, I ain't, you know, I ain't gonna let them know on Booksy. Right. They got to go to my website to get right. the full experience of what I'm what I'm offering. Right. So and then you can control um, how people experience you and the way you want to exactly. You know. Exactly, exactly, man. Well, look, Mike, I ain't going to take up too much of your time. We've been talking <laughs> right. for a bit. This was this was great. I want to thank you personally for uh, coming on here, being my first guest. Uh, we're going to edit this thing up, chop it up, and put it out there to the world, man. So where can people find you at? What's your Instagram, your website? How can they book an, can they book an appointment with you? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> what, you know, how could they, what's your website, Instagram, all that good stuff? Uh, you can always find me on on Instagram at the hair cutter, the, the underscore hair underscore cutter. Um, there's a story behind that name, but uh, yeah, you can you can find me at uh, the, the hair cutter, and you want to check out my website and, uh, and and try to book yeah. an appointment. www.artgalleryimage.com. Yo, thank you so much for listening to the Cuts and Culture podcast featuring Michael Banks. Shout out to him. Thank you, my brother, for this interview. It was great. Hope this encouraged you. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at Cuts and Culture Pod. All right, we'll see y'all soon.